Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Jennifer Hudson plays Aretha Franklin in the new biopic Respect in movie theaters today. I spoke with the late Queen of Soul back in 2015 when she performed at the Strathmore in Maryland. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. When was the last time you were in the D.C. area? Will this be your first time in a while, or was it? have you been here recently? Mm-hmm. Time I was in the D.C. area was about two weeks ago at the White House uh, doing gospel at the White House. Oh, wow. And we had a tremendous evening doing gospel there with Pastor Shirley Caesar and uh, Pamela Mann and Rance Allen from the Detroit area and many other gospel artists. Wow. And how much time did you get to spend with the president? Unfortunately, I did not get to spend any time with them pre-concert mm-hmm. because of the air factor. There was so much air, I didn't want to risk my performance. <laughs> so I didn't get any time to spend with them pre-concert. Yeah, and weren't you, you were previously here, I think you got the Presidential Medal of Freedom from, from President George W. Bush, and then a National Medal of Arts from, from Bill Clinton, so you've met several presidents. Yes, I have, and uh, I sung the uh, inauguration for um, I See His Face, you know how it is, I See His Face, and <laughs> a little tired, his name is not coming to mind right now, but I'll come back to it. But yes, <laughs> the peanut president, you know who Jimmy I mean. Carter. Carter, yes. So you sang the the inauguration for President Carter. Yeah, you've before we move into your show, I mean what were your what are your memories of, of your run ins with each of these major figures? I mean, it, it must be one of the great benefits of having such an illustrious career like yourself that, you know, you get to literally meet the leader of the free world over and over again. Well, just what you just said. They were and are major figures. And um if you were not accustomed to meeting people, of course you would be intimidated. Mm-hmm. But with respect to my profession and what I do, I was very comfortable with them for the most part. And um, on the other hand, they're people, you know, they're everyday people. Right. Well, I'm sure they were just as in awe of you as you were of them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what can we expect to hear at, at the Strathmore? Is it, is it one of those deals where, you know, you kind of play the hits or you're going obscure? Or what, what's the plan here? Uh, expect to hear a lot of good Good, 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 good stuff. <laughs> going to do some things from the new CD, Aretha Sings, The Classic Divas. Uh, that's the Midnight Train to Georgia, People, um, made popular by Barbara Streisand. In Funny Girl, right? Uh, yes, I'm Every Woman, Shaka Khan. So I'll be doing those things uh, in addition to the hit, Natural Woman, Respect. Chain of Fools, and uh, Gotta Find Me an Angel, and all of those things. I say a little prayer. I Say a Little Prayer is not on the program right now, but 
uh, I am going to be doing Call Me and all of those other things that I just mentioned. All the hits you just listed, it, it really is incredible, um, the the run you've had. And, um, I've, you know, if, if you had to pick one career song, I'm sure most people would say, you know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. Um, but it, it's, it's ironic that it was Otis Redding did it right before you, right? And then you kind of took it and showed with this song you could make a cover its own phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a wonderful time doing that with my sister Carolyn, who wrote, I Gotta Find Me an Angel, and uh, It Ain't No Way, and a number of other things for me. So, uh, yes, Mr. Redding did it, and he did a terrific job with it. And, uh, of course, mine was appreciated as well. And what was your sister's role in the song? Did she, You said she wrote it? Carolyn, the Socket to Me Lines. She and I came up with the Socket to Me Lines. <laughs> and uh, then Laugh-In, which was a huge TV show at the time. Yeah took it to me and didn't send us any royalties, not a dime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did, you know, sock it to me, sock it to me. And uh, wasn't it wasn't Nixon that went on laughing and did sock it to me? I don't know. Did he do that? I think I think he had a famous uh, thing when he went on there and said sock it to me. And here you are all these years. You've met all these other presidents we talk about. It kind of came full yeah. circle. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll have to get in touch with his foundation about my royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can arrange that. We'll reach out and see what can I'm be done. I'm only kidding. I know, I know. Um, that's became sort of a strong woman's anthem. I mean, are you are yeah. you proud of of you know not just is it a catchy song? You know, there's a million songs that become hits, but a few rise above historically as major moments in social commentary and social phenomenons. Are you proud of that legacy in that light? I am. You know, where the songs may have started in one way, they evolved in other ways. And yes, uh, they did become a mantra for uh, women's rights, and I think it's appropriately applied. Obviously, we've come a long way. It would be too pessimistic to say we haven't. Um, But do you also think that we still have a little ways to go with that? Oh, absolutely. But women are coming into the forefront of a lot of major positions. There was uh, Ann Richards, governor out of Texas, Hillary Clinton running for president now. Women uh, here in Baltimore, you have a uh, woman mayor there. And a number of women mayors across the country. There's uh, Andrea Mitchell, Mm -hmm. correspondent for the White House. Major position. Women are fastly breaking the glass ceiling. Absolutely. Hey, and you put some of the first cracks in that yourself. So uh, a lot of <laughs> well, I think we need it. It'll, it'll give us a fresh, new perspective and uh, one that's been untried. Now you mentioned Baltimore. Have you been following any of the heartbreaking stuff coming out of there the last couple of days? I just saw that on TV last evening, and it is heartbreaking to see. Baltimore in the condition that it's in now. Yeah, I think the president just spoke uh, about it um, a few minutes ago, actually, before maybe while you even <laughs> waiting on hold with us. Um, it's just TV now. My TV's on, and he's on right now talking about that. Yeah, I mean, what what was your your reaction? I mean, I want to get back to talking about your show, but before we pivot back to that, I mean, just any any thoughts on on what's going on there? I mean, were you were you just your heart just kind of goes out to the city, or, or how'd you feel? Well, definitely my heart goes out to the city. I don't know what all of the facts are, so I won't speak on it at this time. All right. Well, about the uh, the Strathmore show, um, it sounds like you're going to be playing a lot of your own hits, but also, you know, from your new album, a lot of songs from, you know, the other artists. Um, How did you go about choosing which of those other artists that you were going to cover? Were these all contemporaries you really enjoyed when you were, you know, coming up through the scene? 
Well, yeah, I bought some of those records, but the concept <laughs> came to me from Mr. Clive Davis, who is the creative officer now of RCA Records, came to me with a list. I looked at the list, and uh, I agreed with it wholeheartedly. I said, hey, I bought some of these songs, <laughs> so I'd love to uh, do a remake. Absolutely. Do you, uh, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have a favorite on there? I really like them all. Really. I really, really, really like them all. Good answer. <laughs> you know, that, that's on the real side. That's on the real side. Yeah, I have never recorded anything that I didn't like. Well, that's it's important, right? you got to have feel some kind of connection to it, right? Or it just won't feel authentic. Sure, sure. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And speaking of just those, you bought all those records, were, was there anyone else, before you got your big break, was there anyone that really inspired you to enter that as a profession? I was inspired by Clara Ward, one of the great gospel singers of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was a mentor for myself as well. And he coached me uh, singing. Nice. How did you discover her music, the gospel music? Well, Clara Ward was the big, along with Mahalia Jackson, mm-hmm. the big gospel artist of the day when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came to our church many times, both ladies did. So we would have gospel programs after the Sunday morning service. And that is where I first heard Clara Ward. Gotcha. Yeah, how important is it to you to to keep, uh, you know, those gospel roots and, and weave your faith into your music? Well, it just is. Gospel gives us so much. It just is um, a foundation for me. It's my background, and uh, it's a guiding light. <laughs> Absolutely. Are there, um, mm-hmm. those are the artists that inspired you. Are there any artists today other that continue to inspire you? You know, like, if you had an iPod, what's on it? If I had a what? Do you have an iPod? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, that, what current artists, I guess is what I'm asking, what what current artists uh, do you like that are going today? Well, I like a lot of artists. Uh, varied. I like uh, Herbie Hancock, pianist, mm-hmm. one of the great, great pianists of all time, along with Oscar Peterson and uh, Horowitz mm-hmm. and Art Tatum. Herbie is certainly in that class. And um, let's see who else. Vocalist um, Jennifer Hudson has done some things that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, the Clark Sisters I enjoy very much, gospel artists, mm-hmm. and uh, gospel luminaries. And uh, it's varied, it's just varied. Yeah. 
When it's all said and done, when people write the final story on Aretha Franklin, which hopefully won't be for a long, long time, um, what would you like people to to remember of you, or, you know, for you as your unique place in this grand thing we know as the music industry? You know, every artist kind of leaves a little something unique along the way. That that's kind of their own personal mm-hmm. piece. But uh, you know, what 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 do you think it is for you? Oh, I think maybe um, that I gave them the best. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I brought it. <laughs> gave them the best uh, that I am giving and a caring person. And I am uh, a giving and caring person first, and I'm an artist second. How important is that? There's so many people that have, you know, amazing talent, but how important is it to you to be that caring person first and, you know, singer second? Oh, well, it's definitely important because that's the way it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not after lights, camera, action. It's important to do the right thing when nobody's looking. Right, because that's, that's when it matters. Right. It's all about R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? <laughs> and it is. It absolutely is. Everybody wants a little respect. <laughs> Could you give us a little W-T-O-P, find out what it means to me? Okay. Hi, this is Aretha Franklin on W-T-O-P. Give me a little R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That was great. We really appreciate you taking the time. Um, any any final thing you want to say to our, our listeners of get them to come out and see you at the Strathmore? Come on out, D.C. We're going to have a stomping, rocking, socking good time. I caught up with Aretha again at the 2015 Kennedy Center Honors, alongside producer Clive Davis, before her powerful performance of Natural Woman in tribute to Carol King. Franklin, we spoke on the phone a couple months ago, WTOP in D.C., and you said, hey, WTOP, have some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So it was hilarious. Um, when, when, when do you remember first hearing Carol King come on the scene and being like, wow. Natural Woman, yeah. introduced to me by Jerry Wexler, who yeah. at the time was the uh, president of Atlantic Records. Yeah. He brought it to me and I loved it from one. From yeah. one, I loved it. Yeah? Yes. Do you have any other Carol King favorites other than that song as well? Um, was it just the whole yeah, tapestry album? I, I feel the ground moving under my feet. And just, yeah, most of her things were just kind of grabbing. Is the ground moving right now under the shoes? Not no, yeah, no? but it will. Feel the earth move. Feel the earth move? Yes. Yeah. Right. Mr. Exactly. Davis, do you feel the earth move? I feel the earth move. I'm standing <laughs> in the green soul, so we all feel the earth awesome. move. But we'll feel it even more from the stage tonight Ooh. when Aretha sings. Is that woman. the number you're going to sing or Natural Woman? That and Natural Woman. Wow. All right. We look forward to that. Thank you. We spoke for a third and final time at the 2016 Kennedy Center Honors, this time alongside NBA legend Isaiah Thomas, who is excited to honor Al Pacino, and Clive Davis, who honored Mavis Staples, James Taylor, and the Eagles. You brought the house down last year. It had to give you chills. It gave us chills. Thank you so much. I'm excited to see a <laughs> You were obviously on the bad boys, and Al Pacino played some of the best. Say goodnight to the bad guy, you know. Do you have a favorite Al Pacino role? Actually, we, we stole his line from Scarface. Uh, when he said, you're never going to see another bad guy like me. <laughs> That's where you got it from? That's where we got it from. Tonight is very, very exciting. I'm very, very both, Aretha and I, very excited for Mavis and for James Taylor and the Eagles and Al Pacino, all of which are friends of mine for many years. It's a lifetime achievement, so that this is not just an award show. This is the American award show. I'm looking forward to the entire evening. Um, to be there when James Taylor began and the Eagles and, of course, knowing how far back are we from Mavis Staples, being a big fan of Al Pacino. Tonight, 
is very, very special because it celebrates a lifetime of work. And I was honored to be here with Aretha, who really defines whether it's a Grammy Award or whether it's a Kennedy Center honor. So, very special. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.